She had worked at Bergdorf Goodman for five years, first as a salesgirl, then as a buyer of designer clothes. She was well-versed in new designer clothing, too, but the thrill for her was in finding unique pieces, some vintage, some recent. And in the 18 years she had owned Still Fabulous, she had gone to Paris many times to buy exceptional items at auction that others often overlooked. She bought only the most pristine items, in perfect condition, and they had to be still wearable and look chic. She liked older, more historical vintage pieces as well, but she bought them judiciously, or took them on consignment, in case they didn't sell. If they looked ridiculous, were out of style, or in poor condition, she didn't want them in her store. She remembered many of the really beautiful and exceptional pieces she had sold, where they came from, and kept meticulous records of who she had sold them to. Her prices for important designer clothes were high, but fair. Kate got out of the car in Greenwich, pounded the heavy brass knocker smartly, and a moment later, a butler in a starched white jacket opened the door. Kate felt a blast of cool air from inside and was relieved to realize the house was air-conditioned. It would have been too hot to go through the closets otherwise, examining heavy winter clothes and furs along with the rest. It was obvious that she was expected, and she was respectfully led into a wood-paneled library by the butler. She could see at a glance that the walls were lined with rare leather-bound books, many of which were probably first editions and worth a fortune. The family was selling them at Christie's, too. They were keeping very little of their aunt's estate. Kate was enjoying looking around discreetly and was standing at the open French windows with a view of the exquisitely manicured gardens. It was not the first time she had been in a home like this to evaluate and buy items from an estate. A secretary appeared a few minutes later, apologized for being late, and led her to the locked rooms that were the woman's closets. They were any woman's dream and a sight to behold as the young woman turned the lights on. There was row after row of impeccably hung garments, many of them in individual cloth bags, and several racks of fabulous furs. And there were specially built cupboards for hats, handbags, shoes, and drawers for her custom-made underwear, satin nightgowns, scarves, and gloves. There was one entire closet of evening gowns, many of which Kate knew she couldn't use. Nowadays, most of her clients, even the most social ones, led more informal lives. She might be able to take a dozen or so of the beautiful gowns, but there were at least two hundred there, in black, pastel, and brilliant colors, and always with evening bags and shoes to match. One of the closets contained mostly French haute couture, from important designers, many of whom no longer existed. The collection was worth a fortune, and it cost an even bigger one when the woman bought the clothes hanging on the racks. It was a treat to see such magnificent pieces. Kate asked the secretary for permission to take some photographs. She agreed without a problem, and told Kate she was welcome to stay as long as she liked. Kate smiled as the secretary said it. She would have loved to spend a week there, not just a few hours, but she couldn't indulge herself just for the fun of it. She had to single out the items she could sell, and think about her more important private clients, as well as what she wanted in this store. Her shop was also a valuable archive for famous designers who came to do research sometimes when they were looking for inspiration for their next collections. Kate had another segment of clientele as well. She had long attracted movie stars and celebrities who borrowed and rented evening gowns to wear to press events, premieres, and award ceremonies, like the Oscars. 
The evening gowns would work well for them, and she had rented clothes as costumes for several movies over the years. On a more human scale, while she still worked at Bergdorf's, she had acquired clients she consulted for, helping them to build their wardrobes or finding special items for them. It had given her extra money she needed for her children and inspired her to open a store of her own. The steady additional income she made from fashion consulting had given her the seed money to open Still Fabulous, along with loans her best friend Liam helped her obtain at the bank where he worked. Still Fabulous had produced beyond expectations, and within three years she had repaid all the loans. She started her business on a shoestring and watched her budget closely, and it grew rapidly in a relatively short time. Kate was strikingly chic and always dressed simply. She had worn a black linen Chanel suit with white piquet collar and cuffs and matching white camellia on the lapel. She looked trim and